This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hi, welcome to Breaking Bread. This is the show where we explore food through culture, conversations, and a whole lot of curiosity. I'm your host, Lo Yi Jun, a food writer and recipe developer from the Jun and Tonic blog. This week, we are going to be cooking up a dish in my kitchen. Since we're home a lot more these days due to the COVID pandemic, I thought it would be useful and hopefully really fun as well for you listeners to learn a bit more about cooking and get to know a simple recipe or two. Today's episode, we'll be making an apam bale, but not just any apam bale. Just like usual, we'll be putting our own spin on this recipe. The recipe that I'll be basing this on is from Christopher Tan, who's a food writer and cookbook author from Singapore. And the recipe is from his cookbook, The Way of Kui, which I personally think is a very stellar cookbook. So Christopher has a solid apambale or banjeng kui recipe in the book, but we're going to change it up very slightly. First, we're going to flavor it with matcha, which will add a bit of uh, complexity. And also, I guess it fits with the uh, upcoming Raya festivities. And also, instead of having some peanuts or kacang inside, I'm going to sandwich in some red bean paste, which would round out the matcha flavor. And it will also give it a bit of a japanese twang. So I know it's the Ramadan period right now, so we'll just be doing the cooking part without the tasting. But without further ado, let's head to the kitchen. Hi. Okay, so today we are going to be making an apam bale or a banjeng uh, kui. So essentially, well, I know most of you listening to this probably knows what an apam bale is, um, but today we are going to head in a slightly different direction, um, possibly a festive idea as well, because I'm going to, I'm going to make a matcha flavored apam bale. So it'll turn out a bit green. And for the filling, we're gonna fill it with a red bean paste. So this uh, apam bale batter comes together really quickly, so first off, I'm going to crack two eggs into a bowl. Okay, those are the two eggs. And then I'm going to add to it some water, about 160 milliliters of water and some sugar as well. So just pouring in the sugar. And I'm just going to whisk this all together until the egg yolks are nicely mixed into it. Just going to make it a bit frothy as well. Making sure the, the sugar is melting in the, the water and egg. Okay, that should do it. And then I'm going to take a uh, sieve And I'm going to sift my dry ingredients into this. So first off, I have flour. So 
So I'm using about 140 grams of flour here. Okay, and then a bit of uh, tapioca flour as well, just to add a touch of chewiness to it. So I'm using 10 grams. And to that, some matcha powder to make it green and festive. So there are so many matcha brands out there now. Um, you can go with like the super posh ones, like Nico Neko, or there's OCMC, um, which we spoke to a couple of months back. But for a lot of baking applications, the ones that you can get off the shelves of uh, supermarkets are pretty good too. And plus you can usually buy more of it for cheaper. And finally, to provide some leavening to the whole thing, I am going to add in some baking powder. So about two teaspoons. Two teaspoons of baking powder. Okay, then I'm just gonna sift all of this into the, the water and the eggs that we, that we whisk together. So just making sure there are no big lumps. So I see some of the baking powder are in big shards at the bottom of my sieve. So I'm just like pressing it through. Okay, that's that. And I'm gonna take my whisk again and whisk all of this together until a uh, smooth batter forms. Ooh, it's looking green and it smells really great as well. It smells really vegetal, which is I guess a, another word for grassy. Sort of like that, that um, raw matcha scent. And not sure if you can hear, but this is how thick you want it to be. It's sort of like a cake batter thickness. If you are well versed in the craft of making pancakes, it's pretty much pancake batter, to be honest. Okay, once it's smooth and there are no more lumps, we're gonna cook this. So, I'm gonna get a pan. I got my trusty non-stick pan. Now this is actually a pretty cheap non-stick pan that I'm using, but it served me really well. So I'm just gonna use it. And I'm gonna place it over a flame. So let me walk to my stovetop. Okay. Okay, so I just have it on a low flame here. I'm gonna add in a piece of butter just to give it a touch of richness. Okay, I'm gonna put it on medium low heat. Just gonna spread out the butter evenly. And once it's all melted, just gonna pour all the batter in. Now you won't really hear much of a cooking sound. That's because the, the heat is really, really low. But trust me, it's cooking. Just gonna wash my hands here. Okay, then I'm just gonna let this cook for about five to 10 minutes. Uh, we'll check after five minutes. And I'll be back after five minutes.
Okay, so that's the timer for five minutes. And let's go check on our matcha apam balik. Ooh, it's nicely in one piece. I can see that everything is like holding together quite well. But I can see the top is not cooked yet. So, I think I'm going to give it another extra one, two minutes, I would say. Just so it has ample time to cook. And after that, it should be good. So, actually, speaking of uh, apambale, actually it's really easy to riff on apambale, right? In Indonesia, they have uh, something similar in Martabak and they do uh, chocolate filling, cheese filling, all kinds of uh, inventive ones that, that are sold alongside the streets. And in Malaysia, most of it, our filling is like kacang, corn, um, but really you can fit anything in it. So for this one, I'm just taking it in a more like Japanese-y direction, which I think would work really nicely. Ooh, right, it's looking really nice. And well, I see the middle, there's like a big bubble in the middle, which looks a bit weird, but cute. And I'm just touching the middle. Okay, I think it's completely cooked now. Just gonna check with a spatula, check the coloring underneath. Ooh, ooh, really nice. Actually, it's quite pale. So I'm just gonna give it a final blast of heat, just to really crisp up the underside and give it some extra color. But the top is completely cooked already, and it feels a bit bouncy to touch, which is what we're looking for. Okay, I think we're done. Okay, now we can take it to a chopping board and just gonna lay it out on the chopping board here. Ooh, okay, I need a spatula for this. Lay it on a chopping board. Ooh, and then I'm just gonna spread the uh, red bean paste on top. So I already pre-made some red bean paste. You can just make it by like, essentially boiling red beans for hours. You can do it in a pressure cooker or uh, just in a pot. And just gonna spread the red bean paste. I'm just gonna spread it with a small spatula or like a jam spreader. And then what you're gonna do is you're gonna get a knife and gently score the middle. So I'm just gently scoring the middle. So you're gonna fold it in half, which is what I just did there. And then you can cut it. Ooh, it's really steamy. And once you cut it, it's ready to eat. So because of the pan I, I was using, it was just a, a regular non-stick pan. It didn't have that like frilly sides that you usually get from Apambale. But this one is more, I guess, more cakey version, which has its own merits as well. And I think it works really, really nicely with matcha. And, and the green is just like a totally festive uh, color, I suppose. So it's a uh, pretty fun one. 
And I hope all those who are fasting, I uh, hope you guys have a good puasa. And uh, take care. I'll see you next week. Now, that is it for this week's episode. I hope you found this recipe really interesting and really easy to follow as well. And hopefully, it galvanizes you into cooking. As usual, I'll leave a link for this recipe in the show notes. But if you're in the mood to learn and read some more fun recipes, especially some crazy ones that I've created like tofu tarts and mooncake flavored donuts, you can keep up to date with me on Instagram. I'm at Jun and Tonic. That's J-U-N dot A-N-D dot T-O-N-I-C. Finally, to listen to more episodes of Breaking Bread, we're on iTunes, Spotify, and also on the BFM app. I'm Jun, and you've been listening to Breaking Bread on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.